Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Book a dream holiday in Western Australia and experience a new level of luxury with Qatar Airways. Discover premium wines in the Margaret River region, where towering forests meet turquoise oceans, and sunny Perth, where you'll enjoy not just fine wine, but fine dining too. But before your adventure begins, savour signature delicacies made with seasonal ingredients on the multiple award-winning Qatar Airways, where you'll experience the exceptional. Visit qatarairways.co.uk slash perth for more information. This podcast may contain some strong language and adult themes. Oh, hello, and welcome along to Dish from Waitrose. I am Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. And here we are in that weird bit between Christmas and New Year. Do you like this bit of the year, Ange? Yeah, I do. Mm, I do. I quite like it. Are you off, by the way, for entire Christmas? Pretty much, yeah. All the restaurants close for a few days over Christmas. Yeah, Murano closes for about Mm. five, the cafes for about four or five. Okay. And then what happens now for you normally at this time of year? Friends, see friends. I love it. Go for walks, you know, I all really that love stuff. That's brilliant. Know. I like that there's like a film on it about 11 o'clock in the morning. Marvellous. Like some weird black and white film yeah. that you've not seen for years. Or an old might... Inspector Morse episode mm. or Columbo. Yeah. You love it all. Yeah, and you get that on and then you finish that and then you think, oh, maybe what I'll do is now is have a bit of like cheese mm. and a bit of like chilli jam or something. A bit of a pork pie and some mustard. <laughs> then you watch your second film, which might be like Babe Pig in the City on ITV2. <laughs> How do you feel having eaten that pork pie? I don't mind that. I mean, I'll do it. It's fine. Then you finish and it's like five. Then you think, I might have another snack. It's days like this in between Christmas and New Year where I'm like, what are we doing the rest of the year? Yeah, we should just be like this all year It should be like this, doesn't it? No work, just doing nothing. Yeah, I love it. So ages ago on the radio, I had Rob Beckett on. Mm. He talked to me about fridge tapas. And I always think about Rob Beckett at this time of but year. But what's it, what do fridge you mean, tapas fridge tapas? is when you open the fridge when you're not hungry and you're like, oh, what I'll do is have a bit of a base of ham and then I'll put a bit of sliced cheese on top <laughs> and then like maybe just push in like a cherry tomato and you just have that. So you just sort of uh, eat directly eat from, from the, the fridge. fridge. That's yeah. very dangerous. It's very this time, isn't it? Or maybe you're like, you I'll have a Pringle. swig a bit of wine and a yeah, little bottle of beer. Whatever you want, yeah. <laughs> Tis the season. So today, joining us for a bit of lunch, we have Dawn O'Porter. And I'm excited that Dawn is with us today because she's someone who loves food. She does. She sent us an essay about her likes and loves and... Barely any dislikes. We like unfussy. We do. We love unfussy. So Donna, uh, she's she's going to be a great guest. She's mm. someone great to spend time with. She's presented loads of amazing TV shows. She's You've very, met her before? I have met her mm. many a time before and had many a good time with her. Good. And she's had amazing success with her writing as well. Sunday Times bestseller in The yeah. Cows. And then last year released a book called Cat Lady. She is here to talk about the amazing work of Choose Love, who are a really great charity that we can you know get Dawn to talk to Tell us, us about. all about that she was one of the founders of. Also married to Chris O'Dowd. He's brilliant. He's an amazing actor. He is. And he was fantastic in Bridesmaids. He really was, wasn't he? Was he was very, I'm going to try not good. bring up Bridesmaids to Donna Porter. Because she's like, don't really want to talk about my husband's film from yeah. 15 years ago. We are going to have today fish pie. You like fish pie? Love fish pie. Oh, that's good. Love fish pie. Do you make a fish pie? Never made a fish pie. Mm. Fish pie really reminds me of my dad. Oh. Because every time my dad Cheekies. came to London, he'd... 
want to go to Jay Sheikis nice. for the fish pie. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's young. And the Jay Sheik, remind me, has it got mash or is it pastry topping? It's mash. Oh, right. That's yeah, what we've and got. it's sort of a crumbly mash that they sort oh, of okay. but a bit cook cheese. a bit on the top, maybe. All oh, right. Maybe brown like it up. Brown it up. A Lovely. Bit. Yeah. Our guest is here. We are thrilled to have the wonderful Dorno Porter with us today, writer and documentary maker who says that a happy place is in the kitchen, which is great news because you're here. Uh, here I there's am. There's one right there. A <laughs> uh, round of applause for Dorno Porter. Thank you. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming to see us. You're welcome. Thanks kitchen. for having me. Honestly, I love your little gorgeous little show little that you've got going on. Yeah. yeah. What is it that you love about the kitchen, Dawn? Um, well, I have two children, uh-huh. and I feel that when I'm cooking, I'm allowed to not be with them. <laughs> but you know, it's dangerous it's, and hot. It's like mummy's busy because I am yes. <laughs> making TV. all the food. So, um, but it is like you know, people do different things to chill and de-stress, mm. and yeah. mine is like get the recipe books out and yeah. concentrate on that. It's really the only thing that takes my mind off things um the wine the radio Mm -hmm. the recipe ultimately it brings people together doesn't it and i love to be the hostess Mm -hmm. and have parties and dinner parties and gatherings and all sorts of different things and when you can cook you can create those situations Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about it yeah that's what i love about it too because mish my boyfriend he finds it really stressful and he thinks it's crazy that anyone would enjoy Cooking, yeah, because it's like too, too stressful, man. Like he gets like really stressed out about it. Is is your husband Chris like that? Does he get stressed or does he enjoy it? He he doesn't do it very often, right? Um, but that's more because it's my thing that I like to do. Right, like, mm. we're so defined in our roles and our house. It's so funny. Like he literally puts up shelves and does DIY, <laughs> takes the rubbish out, all that. Yeah. Sort of love it, and I do the cooking. Yeah. White forties. Yeah, I yeah. love it. <laughs> And I get like when I like, for example, I went away for a week and I came back and he'd rearranged the kitchen because he's like, oh. not in the, and I was like, oh, oh. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. So I, like the kitchen is my space yeah. and I love yeah. it. And so he will every now and then like throw a chili together or do something like mm. that. But if I don't want to cook, we'll just order in. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't cook very often, but he's good. And I don't think he gets flustered. I can't remember if he gets flustered. <laughs> it's <laughs> only been once. So yeah. long ago. So when we got married that one time. <laughs> and are you quite a gadgety cook? Do you have like all the stuff? Because Mishi's thing is that he says, I would cook, but I don't like that all the knives don't match and all the pans don't match. Don't be ridiculous. I'm not joking. Well, actually, what am I talking about? I know Mish, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. everything like, happens. If we just had all the same chopping boards, I'd be able to do it. It's very That's slightly OCD. That, that, yeah. yeah. That, no, I'm quite chaotic. Yeah. And same. I like I like country kitchen vibes mm. rather than like no, no kind of neat modern mm-hmm. vibes. Like when I cook, it's it's chaos in yeah. the kitchen, mm. which is why I don't want anyone. In fact, we got um, when we lived in America, I uh, we used to have people over all the time, and I kind of I love cooking for lots of people, like a crowd of like 20, yeah. 30 people. I uh, just didn't understand when people got to the house, kind of open plan kitchen scenario mm. never understood why people would kind of come into the kitchen mm. and like rest against the oven <laughs> talk to me You'd be like, I'd be like <laughs> excuse me what is happening why how do you know how are you not over there yeah, next to yeah, the drinks yeah. like I just yeah. it drives me out so Chris got me a red rope to put across oh <laughs> which is the best present anyone's ever oh given God. me. So I literally, when people arrive, I put the red rope across yeah. and then no one can come the 
Nemesis. That is amazing. I want one. You like yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, Would I you love like that. that. No, but I absolutely get that. We have a downstairs yeah. kitchen and people, and I always say, because that's why I would say to Chris, and I always say it to my husband, I said, Neil, stay up there, do the drink, don't let anyone come downstairs. Yeah. And inevitably you hear clip, clop, clip, clop. And then they stand there chatting. Yeah, they stand and there chatting. Like, yeah. And also it's like trying not to take offence to, can I do anything to help? I would almost be like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> okay? I got this. You go and get drunk. I'm on the cucumbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this episode is going out in that weird in-between Christmas, New Year yeah. time. Um, we were just saying before you joined us, Dawn, that I actually... Well, we both really yeah. like this time of year. Are you for it or are you against it? Or? Um, I usually quite like it. We're going to go away on the 27th this year, ah. um, which is really unusual. Mm. But I usually like it. I love leftovers. Like... Mm. Kind of the, that piston. What's your favourite food? Leftover. Leftover Christmas Everyone dinner. Everyone does. Yeah. yeah, and I and I just so even if it, it was just the four of us last Christmas, mm -hmm. and I got a fifteen pound turkey. Right. And so we just ate it <laughs> for Too much. days and days and days, and like you got in sandwiches, you got yes. toasted sandwiches, yeah. make the turkey pie on day three, like yeah. you know just. Yeah. And yeah. I love that about it. Mm -hmm. It's a bit exhausting with small children mm. that week, but now they're getting older, it's kind of nice. So you're here now, Dawn. I am. Yeah. Not at dish but in the UK yeah when did you move back in June and how long are you in LA 15 years in Hollywood baby oh wow 15 oh, yeah. years yeah. wow I think when I think of you and Chris like they just moved to LA this week <laughs> like I think it's really a recent thing but 15 years yeah and we met there we didn't go together oh really yeah I was out there filming a show and then he appeared didn't you meet at your birthday yeah but he asked me out on Facebook and um, I said no about three times. Did you? Yeah, so I was seeing somebody else. And oh, then, yeah, fair. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then it was fair, my birthday. Morals. And then it was my birthday, and uh, I didn't know many people there, and he messaged me on that day, and so he said, um, do you want to go bowling? And I said, no, but come to my birthday party and bring all your friends. Oh, right. And um, when he arrived, I was dancing with my dad, because everyone had left. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad is this kind of tall, burly Scotsman, and in yeah. walks this tall, burly Irishman, and it was just like a straight swap. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. He moved that in with it. me four months later. Oh my God, yeah, wow. I know, I know, it's wild. Oh, I love that you met on your yeah. birthday. Yeah, it's cute. What a gift. Yeah. So we're going to have fish pie. Can't wait. So you grew up in Guernsey. Yeah. And I listened to you on something where you were talking about being quite a fishy place because it's an island. Yeah. And things like that you would eat day to day kind of were kind of posh. Things like oysters or things I'd consider posh. Yeah. But when you're by the sea... Not that posh. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was aware that most children probably weren't eating lots of oysters. <laughs> but my family, uh, my auntie and uncle who raised me are just very into fish uh -huh. and the local produce and going to France when we were kids and all that kind of stuff. And so we had oysters a lot in our house. I'm, that looks delicious, thank you. Um, okay, the fish pie is here. This looks incredible. I'm going to have some peas, I love peas. I love peas. So this Bonapetit. is the best fish pie. The best fish pie by our yeah. fantastic chef, Martha Collison. Served with peas. I Served love peas. Served with peas. Always got to have peas. Always forget about peas. Oh, but they're perfect. Always they're forget always about peas. They're so good. Keep them in the freezer. Apparently they're fantastic for you, a pea. And so easy. Mm. They're really taking over from the avocado. Peas yeah. on toast is like, it's going to be the, the new is Instagram it? special. 2024, get ready. Peas mm. on toast. Mm. Mm. This is absolutely wonderful. So you've made Dawn a gluten-free fish gluten -free, pie. Gluten-free, yeah. Talk to me about making a gluten-free fish pie. How is it the same, but with gluten-free flour? 
Exactly that. Oh, wow, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know the base. difference. No, you it's wouldn't know base. the difference. And it's just, you're making a roux, which is butter and flour, to mm. thicken a white sauce. We've got wine in our white sauce as well, a little bit of mustard. And then you add that to your raw fish. So we've got prawns, we've got salmon in there, we've got cod in there, haddock, mm-hmm. and then a mashed potato topping. Mm. When you add wine to a roux, yeah. you just add it like the milk? Yes, add it at the beginning so it starts to cook off. So you cook off all the sort of alcohol and you're just left with the wine sort of taste. And we also had leeks at the beginning. So we cook the leeks down, then mm. add flour, yeah. then add a bit of butter, and then add your wine as well after that. Delicious. Yeah. And what potato did you use? Oh, I just think a normal Maris Piper, I think just it was, yeah. Mm. I always think the best potatoes, things like mash and chips, is, is basically what your fish and chip shop are using at the mm. time. So there Maris are years that potatoes change through the year. So you want one that's going to be a great chip potato, then I think it's always good for mash as well. Mm. Potatoes change through the year? Yeah, because they sort of have their different seasons and sometimes it's if they've got a lot of high sugar content to them, because it's a carbohydrate, mm. it can sometimes either, I don't know the science about it, but either it's really great for frying or it's not. So you do have to look at your potatoes and not presume it's the same potato throughout the year. That has blown my that's mind. That's blown my tiny because mind. honestly, sometimes I make roast potatoes the same every Sunday. Yeah. And sometimes they're a bit shit. Yeah, you see, it depends on the show. And I'm like, what happened? Okay, this entire podcast is going to be about potatoes. (laughs) You know what? I'm in. Yeah, you were down, Dawn. Mm. (laughs) I love potatoes so much. Do you think, like, your standard chippy is monitoring the seasonal... Certain ones are, I bet. There's this ex-chef who was a three-star chef called Pierre Kaufman. He's not an ex-chef, he doesn't run restaurants anymore. He now runs Kaufman's Chips. And Gordon Ramsay imports them all over the world because he's got the best chip ever. Seriously. Where's his chip? He doesn't have a chippy. He produces these potatoes because he's done all the science behind it. I was just about to run there. Yeah, Yeah, run there. He could do. Pierre could do a chippy. So on the fish counter... On the fish counter, yeah. Yeah, if I was to go into Waitrose... Mm. They do like a fish mix, right, don't they? Like They can do a fish pie mix. In this yeah. one, you've got cod, we've got salmon, we've got prawns, and we've got smoked haddock. But if you can't get certain things, you can substitute trout in there. Mm. You can do coli, which is an underused fish. You can use gurnard. You know, there's loads of British fish that people don't use enough of mm. that you should use instead of always having cod and salmon. Yeah. If they don't have the mix ready, could you just ask them at the yeah, counter? Yeah, just say like... you want the same amount of fish. Yeah, and chop it all up. Yeah. I love the capers. Capers, yeah, a little bit of acidity in yeah. there. Yeah. Do you have to watch how much salt you put in when you put capers in? I think you sort of do, because fish pie, you know, it's got butter in there. You mm. put cheese on top and you can be it can be overly salty if you're not careful but then I sort of like add the eggs in a little bit of lemon as well yeah. I think it just breaks all that acidity oh, it's yeah. just gorgeous and the samphire as well samphire yeah see that's deceptive because that's got that sort of you'll recognise that sort of oystery taste mm. for it. it feels mm. like the seaside mm. so if you put that in you do have to be mindful of the salt because you'd think it's salty but it's, it's, it's the capers and the samphire mm. but you need that I think otherwise too creamy yeah my mm. kids yeah. love samphire it's one of the only vegetables I can properly get into them really? Seriously. It's so salty. They mm. love it. Oh my and God. it looks quite fun, I guess, if you're yes. a kid, doesn't it? It looks like, you know. God, yeah. I love it. I love it when kids have different tastes and stuff, like mm. adult tastes, which you wouldn't expect them to have, like no, samphire. And obviously, all these ingredients available online and in Waitrose. Also, last pie question. You've added eggs to this. Boiled oh, eggs. Yes, I, I love the boiled eggs. There so, you go. So mm. how come? Is this, is this a normal fish pie? Well, I tell you what, some do. And I tell you where I got it from, Mary Berry. 
Oh, Mary. Oh, Jamie Oliver does it as well. Mary did it in a Christmas episode last year, Fish Pie, or a mm-hmm. couple of years ago when she did one of her Christmas shows. And I thought, oh, I quite like the idea. Mm, so, yeah, Mary. If you want to try this recipe, waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. All the recipes that we make on dish are on there. And not just saying this, do you know what I think is really helpful? And I do it. Someone editing down recipes. Because you know you can't decide what to have for your tea and you mm. crank on the internet. It's like, good luck. You're like, a recipe. Search. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I like that all our faves are all on there. Marvellous. An edit. Edit. An Love edit, edit of a handy 100. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, knock yourselves out, guys. The wine pairing is Waitrose loved and found, Carrigan Blanc. That's white. Um, this is quite a rare grape variety. Don't laugh. Um, <laughs> South of France, very vibrant, zesty flavour. And this is perfect with the very it's creamy really fish mm. pie. Cheers, lovely. Mm. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Now, Dawn, we were really excited when you were coming on because you are one of those guests that loves food. I do. Now, we touched on you growing up with your auntie and uncle in Guernsey. Yep. And they were very much into seafood and cooking and, and delicious food. But... Life before that, I heard, was sort of tinned. It was different. I um, <laughs> I lived with my grandparents mm-hmm. and they were very different kinds of people to yeah. my aunt and uncle who mm-hmm. were very kind of creative, bohemian types. Yeah. And then my grandparents weren't very... And they weren't really foodies. Mm. They almost kind of had that kind of end of the war vibe about them where everything <laughs> was just, you know, it wasn't very adventurous. Yeah. Yeah. Vegetables were mushy. and yeah. But there was one thing back then in the 80s that I just thought was the most delicious thing in the world, and that was tins of chicken in white sauce. And this used to be like a real treat that my gran would give me like once a week, and I'd sit on the floor and eat it covered in salt out of a bowl. And I just thought it was the most decadent, Mm. incredible, (laughs) amazing thing. But I remember it. Life was quite basic back then. There weren't many frills. Yeah. And that chicken in white sauce was Was, my biggest frill. I loved it and I can taste it now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Did it taste like a chicken soup sort of thing? You know, that thick chicken soup. Yes. If you were to taste Campbell's chicken soup, Mm -hmm. it it tasted like that with massive chunks of chicken in it. Wow. And I just thought it was absolutely incredible. Absolutely delicious. I quite like a Campbell's chicken soup. I don't yeah, mind it's good. that. Yeah, I like cooking with it. It's, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it makes everything taste delicious. You, it's funny you say like out of the war stuff like your grandparents because mm. my dad used to love tinned fruit and yeah. my sister would always be like, you know, you can buy fruit now. Like you don't have to get it in a tin. He'd be like, it's it's nice for this. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I think when you make a trifle, tin fruit's better. Yeah, and I also think. Tin peaches. Tin peaches. I think. Oh, yeah. I love tin pineapples. D- tin Delicious. pineapple. Yeah, oh, there yeah. are certain things that tinned is brilliant for. Yeah, you know? like if you're doing a gammon. Yeah. Mm. At re- like fresh pineapple doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. You you need you, that. Unless you fry it in butter, then it's obviously delicious. <laughs> of but like tinned pineapple <laughs> just yeah. slopped onto a gammon. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Can't do get you think tinned can make a comeback, Ange? I think tins do do a lot do of stuff. Think, yeah. I think people do. I think there is an You've element got cat of food, snobbery. Dog food. Yeah. yeah, everyone loves it. We always do. But like a tinned and... meal, because at uni I used to Afraid get a tin. I've got a mate that really loves it. Yeah, I used to <laughs> love it at uni. Yeah, yeah ate a lot of them at uni. Yeah. yeah, and I used to have a tinned breakfast, like an English breakfast in, yes. a, in a can. Yes, I no remember that. Way. I remember that. And I used to have that at uni How and be they, like, What do they have 
isn't it? Sausage, bacon, yeah. beans, yep. eggs. You had an egg in a tin. Yeah, and it oh was tending. You'd heat yeah. up and have it all at once, which I didn't think was weird at the time. And now I'm like, that's mad. But you know what? In America, like if you go into the tin section of a supermarket in mm. America, there's still all of that stuff. Wow. And I look wow. at it and go, who is buying this? But yeah. it's obviously popular. Yeah. But lots of like full English in a can type I sort meals. of get the beans and like... Oh yeah, beans, yeah, and yeah, spaghetti hoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. a lot of... Oh, love that. How was the um, move back from LA? How has that affected how you eat and how you cook and how you host? Were they vastly different? I probably will eat out more in London mm. because we'll go to the pub more for a Sunday roast because right. there's no Sunday culture in America, mm. really. Yeah. I would always cook on Sundays and that's mm. when we would have people over. And so in America, people weren't inviting me over for Sunday roast. It's not really a thing. Mm. So we would always have people mm. over on Sundays. And here, I love going to the pub. Yeah. So I'm not cooking as much, but we're also in a rental, and I think, it, you know, mm. I'm not quite... Once you're settled, probably. Yeah. 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 But I love British food. Mm. I love, I love, like, we live, this rental that we're in is right opposite an amazing chippy. Mm. And, like, my kids didn't know what a chippy was until June. Yeah. And we go every Friday now, and it's so nice. great. From what I'm experiencing being back, London does food really well. Like, that pub culture mm. and pub meals... So yum. So I'm cooking a bit less than I did in America. That's okay. Yeah, thanks. Fed 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's a good shift. Yeah, I like the ceremony of a Friday night chippy. Oh, yeah. love it. Because that re- every time I have chippy now, it'll be when I really crave it, if I'm really tired or mm-hmm. it's really wet or if I've been poorly. And I, it mm. just because it reminds me of being little. Yeah. So a good, good chippy yeah, ritual nice. to instill yeah, in that's children. Love it. We have a question from Karen. Karen's been on. Um, Please get involved on this, Dawn. Dear Nick and Angela, normally we stay at home for Christmas, but this year we are renting a house away so we can be with our extended family. Mm. We're going to take it in turns to do the big meals for 14. As we won't have any leftovers, please can you recommend something to cook that is easy but delicious and won't need loads of equipment as we've no idea what the rental kitchen is going to be like. So what's good? You like cooking for loads of people. Mm. 14 people, you're like 14, that's now for Easy. Me. Easy. Ooh. This could be good, right? Fish pie, lasagna, mm. any sort of one-pot dish that mm. you can put. Chili con carne, Chris, yeah. there you go. Yeah. It's chili, perfect. I'll tell you what Stews I did last... Stews I mean, yeah. that is... One-pot wonders, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. But it's a stew like, for 14, you've got to have a big pot. But if they yeah. can take their slow cooker... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If they take a slow cooker mm-hmm. and then yeah. just get a, it's like that, you know, beef mm-hmm. brisket in a yeah. slow cooker. Just, just leave it there. Go you out. You can't go wrong. Go to local pub. Massive yeah. thing yeah. of mashed potato and some buttery peas. And yeah. that's just the most delicious dinner. I mean, that is delicious. Yeah. Mm. So we think a slow cooked brisket, pack yeah. your slow cooker. Yeah. If you've not got one, get one ordered right now, yeah. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn, let's talk about Choose Love. Yes. You are wearing yes. a fantastic... An iconic, I feel, mm. bit of Choose Love merch. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, but for everyone who doesn't know about Choose Love, tell us all about it and how you became to become involved, because you're a founder. Co-founder, mm. yeah. Co-founder. So we raise money and get aid to displaced people all over the world. And that could be they're displaced from a war or an earthquake yeah. or however that came to pass. Mm-hmm. And we will do our best to get what they need to them. Mm. That's essentially what Choose Love does in a nutshell. And we started eight years ago at a boozy Sunday lunch. And a couple of us were just like, why isn't anyone getting any aid to the people in Calais? Like, mm. isn't what's happening? So we said at this lunch, we would just try and fill a van up with supplies mm. and get it to Calais. Oh, my God. Then the next day, on just via our Twitter feeds, we did it. And within, I think it was 
24 hours, we had something like 7,000 packages arrive. Incredible. Big Yellow Storage gave us a floor yeah. to put everything. And uh, my friend Leanna Bird, who's also one of the co-founders, she had the genius idea of an Amazon wish list. Yeah. So we weren't getting people's old crap. We were getting brand new, yeah. you know, tents and mm-hmm. jackets and stuff. And so then we had to get it to Calais. And I was like, well, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I had to get like a fleet of lorries uh-huh. to get all this stuff. We did it and then it was done. And then you're kind of thinking, well, what happens now? Now, I just had a baby um, and I lived in America. And so I went back to America and Josie and Liana and a group of people who were there from the start just carried it on. And it used to be called Help Refugees and now it's called Choose Love. Mm. And it's just that. It's in times of hardship and pain when people are struggling. Choose love. Yeah, mm. it's an amazing um, message that you guys put out. And you guys are always like on the ground as well, yeah. which I love. Um, if you don't follow them, go follow on Instagram and go support Choose Love. Yeah. And I have some more stats. I love a stat. Oh, yeah, so do. let's do some more stats. <laughs> so over $120 million raised across 41 countries. 1.2 million items of clothing provided. Nearly 600,000 shelter items and over 20,000 assisted sea rescues. 20,000 and 3.2 million nappies Mm. donated. That's That's some big stats, huge stats in eight years. Yeah, and we have something called the Choose Love Shop, which will be closing around now, but you can still do this online. We've been donated a space in the Rockefeller Center in New York Mm -hmm. this year, which is incredible. And um, the very kind people at Carnaby always give us a shop in London. And people love it because I think one thing we've realized with Choose Love is people feel helpless they don't know what to do mm-hmm. and we just offer this really easy way to do something very direct yeah. and I think people trust us for that yeah. and that's why this is you know every time I'm walking around in London I see it sort of in America sometimes but I'm walking along and I see these tops mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and it just makes me so proud because while wearing the t-shirt you're saying we're in yeah mm-hmm. I love the shop idea yeah it's you great do every year it? as well because I think people like to see, like you'd say, to pick how to help. Yeah. And when people are out Christmas yeah. shopping, I think there's something that really, I don't know, about going into a shop and physically buying something yeah. that you know will reach mm. someone. I think it's such a good idea, such well, a also, genius there's idea. there's so, so much wasted money at Christmas and mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. got someone that they don't know what to get them. Mm. And you can gift so You can gift them. them. And yeah. like, my, it's really good for like, grands and Mm, people at work like secret Mm. santas and you say in your name Mm. i got 15 pounds worth of hot food i mean it's pretty cute and Mm. people love it and how could people help now who've who've missed the shop the shop's still online still online and um buy the merch all throughout the year Mm. support our you know fundraisers that we do and um just stay engaged with us when something comes up we'll show you what you can do and i think that's the most important thing follow us on instagram Mm. and just stay engaged and support and wear your t-shirts loud and proud I know I wanted to talk to you about pets. Mm. Uh, I love the pet names. Also, weirdly, I don't have children, and I don't know if I will have children, but when I had fake children's names, they were your children's names. No way. Yeah. And I only found that out on Monday. Mm. I was like, how weird? Both of them. Both of them. Isn't that weird? Mm. I'm so proud of my kids' names. Yeah. Are we allowed to say them, or is it Yeah, of course. Art and Valentine. Art and Valentine. Mm. (laughs) 
gorgeous. The best name. My grandfather's Valentine. Oh, is that no from way. the Irish yeah. side, from Christmas? No, it's not. I, I'm not really sure where it came from. When I first moved to LA, there was a radio host called yeah. Valentine. Also, Chris is, you know, six foot four, big guy. Yeah. And so my boys are going to be big. And I just love the yeah. kind of gentle giantness. It's like very yeah. poetic, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, and this kid, he bats his eyes. He, is, he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> he, we, were, we were on a boat once going, we did one of those little boat things somewhere yeah. in a canal, somewhere in London. And um, he was waving at people on the shore and someone said from the shore, what's your name? And he said, Valentine, isn't it a beautiful name? <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Oh my God, isn't it a beautiful so name? Brilliant. It really is. Yeah, it. It's really good. So congrats on the, yes. the, the human yeah. name choices. Mm. But the pet name yeah, choices are amazing. <laughs> so you have two rescue cats, two rescue dogs and a tortoise. Yeah. Mm. Could we have the full names? Because mm. Dawn, okay. they're exceptional so one dog is meatloaf fantastic yeah the other dog is puffin because meatloaf and puffin already yeah, yeah. i know yeah. Our, our dog that died a few years ago is called potato so we, oh, we potato got, oh, oh that's a great oh he was name. the greatest oh. gift to the earth ever oh. had he was R. so R. wonderful yeah very special boy and then the cats are called myrtle and boo which aren't that no, exciting but really as a double act my dad used to call me boo when i was a kid and when chris and i our first house that we lived in together was called myrtle cottage oh, so they're okay, more sentimental nice. yeah and then the tortoise is called sandwich sandwich, <laughs> I love sandwich. which is valentine again he's got, we had this stray cat coming to the yeah. house and i was like what should we call the cat and he went traffic light <laughs> <laughs> so i was like we had a stray okay. cat going what should we call the tortoise Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that's so it. sandwich. Yeah, that's is tortoise in hibernation now? No, unfortunately. Oh, LA f him up. No, like, because yeah. there's no seasons. <laughs> yeah, we only rescued him in July. He was oh, actually, right. it was okay. actually Val's birthday present. And I took him to the vet for like a routine, is he okay? And he wasn't okay. <gasps> oh. So he had pneumonia. Pneumonia? Yeah, and he had like, it just wasn't very well. And so um, I've been, have, he's on antibiotics oh and I God. have to keep him up this winter. So I've right. just got him under a heat lamp all the time. And so hopefully next year he'll be able to hibernate. Oh my God. I know. Oh. I think it's going to be he's fine. ill have, and shattered. I know. Because he's not going to six months I have to take him for another blood test next oh, week. And it's so thing. weird. Like they come back with like, he comes back with a little bandage around his nose. I had no, because my parents have got a tortoise, but they're so oh. 70s about it. Yeah. He just like, lives in the garden. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, you know, modern tortoise care is really, you've got the heat lamp, the, uh, the you know, clay lamp yeah. for nighttime, the UV lamp. It's, uh. it's a lot. So I've just had to really step all of that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And does Sandwich live everywhere, inside, outside? He lives in the kitchen now, uh. and I just mm. let him stomp about. And uh. then um, in the summer, he's got a little house outside. Oh. He's allowed to go. And, and how are all the dogs with the tortoise? Because I Hi. really want a tortoise and I've always wanted one. They just didn't care. Just and didn't neither care. did the cats. Yeah. I think when you introduce a new animal to your house, if the dogs see, if you make it part of the family, mm. it's my experience mm. with it anyway, but then they kind of get used to it. But no, or like I was literally sitting in the kitchen last night and I've got two dogs next to me, two cats there, and the tortoise comes and just sleeps between my feet. Oh. oh. I know. I've wanted one for a really long time. Coming up 30 years. There you yeah. go. I've wanted one. My sister's called Jane and her best friend. So is mine. <laughs> really? <laughs> Brother. I don't know why that's weird. <laughs> like, what? And our Jane, her best friend's called Amelia, and Amelia had a tortoise and called it Jane. So good. And so we always had Jane the tortoise at yeah. Amelia's, and I loved yeah. it. Yes. Do you know what I love about them? 
Like, I went for dinner, it's a bit of a name drop, at Sophie Ellis Bexter's house a few yeah. weeks ago, and I took the tortoise. No. And we take Sandwich to the park and let him just right. kind of wander oh. around. And, like, taking him out and about is so great. Yeah. yeah. And um, I used to have a cat, a Siamese cat, that I used yeah. to, like, take everywhere yeah. with me. And now I take my tortoise take everywhere tortoise. with me. I love it. Just like, oh, right. And I carry him around in an Indian takeaway box. Uh, is that what he goes <laughs> yeah, in? This Indian oh. takeaway box came with like handles. Like the cardboard yeah. handle house. And I was like, well, that's perfect. Yeah, so I filled it with straw and that's what he that's what he goes oh, around in. Love him. Does love. he recognise your voice? Yes, and he comes over. So his over. head will come out yeah. of his little shell. Yeah, he storms okay. over when he sees you. And like I said, if I'm sitting in the kitchen reading, he will come and like nestle in between my feet. Oh right. my God, I, need I am one gobsmacked. today. Yeah. <laughs> right, Dawn, we come to the end of the show question in this gold envelope. Mm. Oh my goodness. Is a question for you, Dawn. Should you choose to answer it, you can win a goodie bag courtesy of Waitrose. Thank you for coming on Dish today. We hope you've had a good, great, brilliant time. I have. Thank you so much. Oh, so lovely. In order to nab a Waitrose goodie bag to elevate your Christmas grazing to the next level, please answer this question. We know you choose love, but if you had to, would you choose cats or dogs? Cats. Oh! Wow! Wow, I, that was not even. A, yeah, no. I, love, I really I, thought you were going to be like, I can't do this, guys. Yeah. Too much. I'm going to go. No, cats always. What did Gosh. the dogs do? Yeah. I love my dogs. Yes, but I'm not I, sure if you do. <laughs> I, I love my dogs. Here's the thing: Chris Wailox is an actor. Yeah, and when he's home, he does the dogs, and I do the cats yeah. right. and the tortoise. Mm -hmm. And when he's away, which he has been a lot recently, I find the dogs are the thing that tip me over the edge. <laughs> right, like okay, their yeah. energy. Two kids, fine. Two big walks yeah. a day. Like I take yeah. them to the yeah. office with me and it's almost as soon as I get there that they're like, <laughs> yeah. can we go out again? And they stress me out. I love them more than life mm -hmm. itself. Mm. But my cats, apart from the fact that my, one of my cats sleeps on my pillow now, <laughs> I find them so much less stressful mm. yes but i can imagine that maybe it would be a harder question to answer when my kids have flown the nest mm. uh, yeah. and i haven't got quite so much chaos in yeah because yeah. i've got to look after seven of them yes mm. it's yeah. a lot of it's things. a lot yeah and the dogs it's mostly our younger one she's a dick a <laughs> <laughs> round of applause for dono porter <laughs> Thank you for my delicious so food. Oh, pleasure. That was so lovely. Yeah, pleasure. that was delicious. Thank oh, you. Oh, my wine. Really good. Coming up next week on Dish, we have one of our most brilliant young actresses, Saoirse Monica Jackson. In my opinion, can you really mess up Saoirse? <laughs> like, I've never been wowed. Like, and Hector, my partner, such a, like, culture vulture that he took me to Nobu and stuff like that. Mm. Obviously, it was class, loved the cocktails and stuff. <laughs> but when people are like, oh, the sushi at Nobu's amazing, it's cold rice with cold fish on top. Like, <laughs> how could you mess that up? And how long were those chefs training it? Like, how long were you training? Do you just do the same shape with different fish and rice? <laughs> or am I missing something? <laughs> Details of all the delicious meals I've cooked on Dish can be found at waitrose.com slash dish recipes. All the links are in our show notes. We love reading your reviews, don't we, Ange? Ange? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Please keep them coming. And, you know, the bigger the better. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening today. Dish is an SE Creative Studio production. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.